A transcript of this episode is available in the show notes below. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Here's Horror. My name is Moth. And I'm Tay. And today I am testing our friendship a little bit. Oh God. I'm so sorry. Um, I literally, every time I take notes, right, I have a little section that's like pre-content business, right? Literally today, all it says, I'll read it to you verbatim. Will Tay still be my friend after this one? Hard to stay. Hard to say. Stay tuned. The stakes are high here. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, Because here's the thing. I have been told that my scale is broken when it comes to determining how spooky things are so like i think it's fine i think it'll be (laughs) fine i could be wrong um we'll see just remember i love you okay okay i signed up for this (laughs) you did you did this Um, is my idea yep this is not a hostage situation Nope. She can leave at any time. This um, could very well be the last episode of the podcast, guys. <laughs> sure as shit, hope not, because there's so many other things I want to cover. Um, yes, so would you like to know what we're watching today? Yes. <laughs> they say reluctantly. Um, today we're going to be watching the found footage slash mockumentary film Hell House LLC. I've never even heard of that. Yeah, no, I hadn't really either. Um, (laughs) So I was doing some research into like Halloween specific horror movies for this Mm -hmm. month, right? And I saw this one and I'm like, you know what? Sure, I'll give it a shot. Why not? I watched it maybe three times within two weeks when I first (laughs) watched it. This was like a month ago because like I, it consumed my brain. Okay. It's so good. I love that for you. Yeah, and I just had to keep watching it, and I, so I watched it by myself, and then I showed it to my mom, because I was like, maybe I need a second opinion on, like, if this is too spooky, I don't know, because it (laughs) stuck with me, like, it kept me up that night, but not in a way that I was scared, but I just couldn't stop thinking about it, so I'm just like, is it too much? I don't know, so I showed my mom, and at the end of it, my mom was like, why did you think I was going to be a good gauge of this? Because, like, (laughs) she's like me, (laughs) like, I don't, I don't know why I thought that was a good idea, um, so we'll see, we'll find out, um, but yeah, like I said, it's a found footage slash mockumentary film. Uh, the official release on everything, when you look it up, says 2015, but it was available on streaming services in November of 2016. So I think what happened was uh, their first screening, unlike a small audience, was in 2015, um, but then it wasn't the official release, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't really the release for this one is kind of funky that tends to be the thing with like indie films it's because it's not like a big theatrical release you know yeah um Mm -hmm. but it was mostly on streaming services um yeah there was also a director's cut on dvd in 2017 that had some commentary some other bonus features like cast interviews and it added eight minutes to the film which i'll tell you about after we watch it Uh, Mm -hmm. The director's cut then became available on streaming platforms like Amazon in 2020. I haven't watched it. The main reason we're not watching the director's cut is because, like, 
you, you can't watch it for free. And if we spend like $4 each on every single movie we watch, we're going to have a problem eventually. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we watch as many things for free as we can. Absolutely. So, yeah. Not that I don't want to pay the people who made these movies. I yes. do. <laughs> Excuse my voice. Apparently it decided to quit just now. Um, <laughs> but just we're broke. All right. Yeah. <laughs> We pay for streaming services already, so it's... Exactly. A lot. We can only do so much. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yeah, there are three films in the Hell House LLC franchise. There is the first one. uh, Hell House LLC 2, The Abaddon Mm -hmm. Hotel, which kind of gives you a picture of what, like, where it takes place. It takes place in a hotel. Mm -hmm. Um, And Hell House LLC 3, Lake of Fire. (laughs) All of them are available on Shudder, and at least the first one is available on Amazon. I, I think they actually partnered with Shudder on all three of them, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really know anything about the second or third one, but hearing the writer slash director, uh, Stephen Cognetti, really cool dude. Hearing him talk about them in interviews, they sound super interesting, and I really I want to watch them so bad. Um, so <laughs> I'm probably going to do that soon. Um, but covering them on the pod might be like a while in the future yes we gotta finish all the like classic first ones first before we get into any of the sequels exactly also sorry (laughs) about the crows outside apparently they wanted to say hello yeah um they're part of the pod now (laughs) they are hello crows thank you for joining um they also were going to make a prequel series called the abaddon tapes that goes deeper into the origin of the hotel that it takes place in and like some other background but they weren't able to because COVID and it seems like that idea has kind of been dropped a little bit, mm-hmm. but um, they do have it all conceptually like fleshed out and most of it's written. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of finding backers and funding and getting it taken yes. care of because doing a whole like, I can't remember if he said it was going to be a mini series or like feature films um but doing a whole series of them that runs parallel to the films and also like goes into stuff that happens before the films and after mm-hmm. it's a it's a lot so they weren't able to yeah, of course do that yet which is a bummer because I want it so Stephen <laughs> Cognetti if you're out there if you ever hear this can we please have the Abaddon tapes someday <laughs> we want it <laughs> we would love it uh Stay tuned to see if Tay wants more, but <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah, I don't know why I'm grouping myself into that. <laughs> right? I don't know if um, I want it. It's it's just because you're supportive and you can tell that I'm into it. Yeah, I want it so that way you can have it because Thank it'll you. make you happy. It really would. But moving on to the ratings, because I'm not the only person who loves these movies. Um, on IMDb, it has a rating of 6.4 out of 10, which I know like is not actually very high, but like... I don't know. I think it's decent. Anything above yeah. a five, in my opinion, on IMDb, I'm like, this is fine. Especially, you know? like, horror movies. I feel like True. people judge horror movies a lot, for sure. I feel like they do. And a I feel like found movies. footage films get judged pretty harshly, too. So, yeah. um, which is not fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not. Um, but maybe that's just my opinion. I don't know. The Rotten Tomatoes rating is a 75% with an audience score of 71%, which is, like, pretty decent for Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's good. So as for the budget, though, um, I had the hardest time finding the budget for this movie, actually. Um, It's not really written out anywhere that I could find, um, (laughs) and I watched a couple of interviews, looked everywhere, and I was just about to give up and make 
a joke very lovingly about how the budget of this film had to have been like $10 and a chocolate bar. <laughs> but then I found it in an interview on the podcast Happy Horror Time, um, which I'll talk about them a little bit later because they're really, really cool. Um, but their interview with the producer, Joe Bandelli, it's episode mm-hmm. 83. Um, in this interview, he mentioned that the budget was only $60,000, which okay. really cool that they were able to pull this off. Because uh, yeah. like originally it was supposed to be, it was written as a, a narrative style film instead of a found footage film. Mm-hmm. Um, but doing it in a found footage style, you can do it way cheaper and way oh, faster. Mm-hmm. It was only filmed in 12 days. So. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Right? Really cool. The um, the writer and director that I keep mentioning, Stephen Cognetti, really cool dude. Um, it seems has like... He... Go ahead. Sorry. Has he done anything else? I feel like I've heard that name before. You probably have not. Um, okay. Before, <laughs> yeah. Before the Hell House trilogy, he had only written and directed a few shorts, and they're all um, okay. comedy shorts. I had never heard of any of them, because comedy's not really my genre. It's not yeah. my thing. Yeah. Um, Pretty cool that his first fil- full film was this one, because um, mm-hmm. horror had never really necessarily been something that he was interested in doing, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of jumped into it and f- killed it immediately. <laughs> it's very impressive. And it looks like he he's working on... Or they wrapped up another horror movie that he wrote um, called 825 Forest Road. Mm-hmm. It's a, uh, a narrative film... Um, it's another like haunted house type of situation mm-hmm. and it's in post-production right now. As of March, um, he mentioned on Twitter that it would hopefully be out this fall. My hope is that that is still a possibility, but I haven't really seen any updates on that. Yeah. Um, Happy Horror Time also did an interview with Stephen Cognetti, uh, which was amazing. That one's episode 108. Um, mm-hmm. And he talks about it a little bit in there as well. Um if you, I'm going to go on a tangent about Happy Horror Time now, if you guys don't mind, because I became obsessed with them very quickly. Um, I found them when I was researching this movie, and I was, I'm, I'm hesitant to listen to other podcast episodes about the things that I'm going to be talking about, because I, I never want to accidentally take someone else's words. Yeah. Because I, like... I mirror people a lot, yes. <laughs> so I, I don't want to accidentally do that. And then ADHD, just, exactly, yes. And then just like steal someone's entire episode that they worked really hard on. That would be really shitty. But I just was having a hard time researching this one, so I'm just like, I want to listen to some interviews with the people who made it. And boy, am I glad that I did um, because they're super well done, and I learned a lot from them. Plus, the hosts, Matt and Tim they're hilarious and very knowledgeable about like everything horror. And uh, so that was really fun to listen to. But also on top of that, they're also queer. They're gay men. And it's awesome. We love finding other queer podcasters. So shout out to them. I love them. Um, I reached out on Twitter and I spoke with, sorry, that was my knuckle that just cracked unintentionally. (laughs) Sorry if you could do that. Um, But I reached out to them on Twitter and spoke with their co-producer, Jacob. Hi, Jacob, if you're listening. Um, He was super sweet and he gave us permission to link their episodes with Stephen Cognetti and Joe Bandelli. So those will be linked in the show notes as well in the sources section of the transcript for this episode. So, yeah. That's so awesome. I'll have to check them out and see. Right? The movies. Mutuals now on uh, Instagram and Twitter. So, that'll be easy for you to find. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, if they've done any episodes on like some movies that we've seen, I'll have to. 
Yes. Check yeah. them out. Because I don't spoil do. anything for myself in the future. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Definitely do. Um, but they didn't ask me to say any of this. I just want to clarify that. I just love them. <laughs> yeah. We just so. we just like shouting people out that are cool. Because yeah. why wouldn't we? Why not? <laughs> I like making friends. I would, yeah. If, if, you, if you're listening right now, the people of Happy Horror Time, let's be friends. You're yeah. Cool. Let's be friends. <laughs> um yes but moving hello forward. fellow gays sorry hello okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yes <laughs> it's like it's like hello fellow cool kids the steve buscemi thing the <laughs> sorry that was me at the at the my chemical romance oh <laughs> every i'm pretty sure every queer non-binary person within a hundred mile radius of boston was there <laughs> yeah and so I, I just walked in and I was just like, hello, fellow gays. Um, <laughs> and also I was older than most of the people there. So I was like, hello, yeah. youths. Hello, hello youths. gay youths. I don't look <laughs> like I belong here, but I do. But, uh, oh, the outfit you were wearing, yes, you did look like you belonged there. <laughs> it was cute. It was a good look. <laughs> it, was really cute. it was really cute. Thank you, Spirit uh, Halloween. <laughs> shout out. Shout out. Hell yeah. Okay, um, Sorry. Back in the Hell House, the reason we're here. Uh, the cast is wonderful. I'm in love with all of them now. Uh, we've got um, a handful of people that I want to mention. We've got Alice Balky as Diane Graves. She's the documentarian that puts together the whole thing, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Danny Bellini as Alex Taylor. He's the Hell House LLC CEO slash founder. If you don't know what LLC is, I thought I should point this out, actually. An LLC, I think it stands for Limited Liability Company. It's a business structure. So, oh. yeah, just for anyone who doesn't know. Mm-hmm. But back to the cast. We've got Gore Abrams as Paul O'Keefe. Who who names their kid Gore? Because that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a cool name. I don't True. know. Yeah. I I love that. We've also got Jared Hacker as Tony Prescott, Ryan Jennifer Jones as Sarah Hovel, Adam Schneider as Andrew McNamara, but he goes by Mac, mm-hmm. and Lauren A. Kennedy as Melissa Goodwin are the the main crew, right? Oh yeah. It takes yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes place actually a good chunk of them. Sorry, the ADHD is in full force today, apparently. That's okay. Um, a good chunk of them don't um, act anymore, but okay. they did a wonderful job in this film, and I'm obsessed with them. Well, I'm happy for them. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, it takes place in Abaddon, New York, which is a fictional town. Um, if anyone corrects me and says that it's not, I'm going to choose their choose to believe that they're lying and that it is a fictional town. I couldn't find anything about it. I'm pretty sure it's fake. It's a main situation. If anyone tells me they're from there, I simply choose to believe they're lying. <laughs> um, <laughs> but maybe that's just me. So Hell House LLC, what's it about? It's a documentary style found footage film, like I mentioned. Um, it's about an incident that took place five years prior to the quote unquote documentary being filmed. Mm-hmm. This group of like five people run a haunted house attraction in a different location every year. In mm-hmm. 2009, the group found a hotel in Abaddon, New York that had been abandoned under mysterious circumstances decades prior and decided to have the haunt there that year. On opening night, a whole bunch of people died, and some of the bodies could not be recovered, and nobody in the town knew what the fuck happened, which is why this documentary was being made. Um, Okay. 
yeah, the movie kind of takes us from the group's arrival at the Abaddon Hotel all the way up to the events of opening night. So, okay. yes, we get a lot of background of what the fuck happened, but that there's still... It's super interesting, and the whole time you're watching it, you're just thinking, like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, how did we get from point A to point B? Like, I don't... It's as very much cool. as Paranormal Activity scared me, I think that in terms of, like, horror, found footage is probably my favorite. Like, really? Genre style. I think it's the most interesting yeah. way to film a horror. Because it's, it's so much more realistic. Like, it's... Oh, yeah. You know, this is shit that seems like it is actually like happening to people um it it reminds me of like you wouldn't ever believe that i did this but being like 12 and being on like my parents computer on youtube and being like spooky paranormal unexplained occurrences (laughs) on youtube and like just like seeing like the like ghost hunters like (laughs) yeah like stuff like that like that's just what it reminds me of and i love shit like that so. Yeah, I agree. It's it's definitely one of my favorites, and that is good to know because then I, I will try to find more found footage movies because okay. it's it's one of the subgenres that I have yet to kind of dive very deep into. Even though mm-hmm. I really really appreciate a good found footage film, so mm-hmm. I will do some more research and find some more good ones. Um, but you brought up the point of it feeling more real, and that actually drives me into the next thing I wanted to mention. <laughs> Um, with like every damn found footage film, it seems like there's people who think it's a real documentary, right? Yeah. That's the same with this one. Okay. So I just wanted to talk about that for a second. I was on the Facebook page for this movie and there were posts on there. It's like the official, the official Facebook page. There's posts that are like essentially missing ads almost for some of the people who were never recovered from the incident. Mm. And there's comments on there. And like, so the way that the posts are made it's like supposed to be an immersive thing so it's like in the universe of hell house yeah right there are comments on there from people who seem to wholeheartedly be mad that they're like having a hard time finding information on like the actual people and what actually happened to them um and are just like they seem to think that it's it legitimately happened so i just want to in case there's any doubt in anyone (laughs) this is not real it is a work of fiction this did not actually happen i feel like if there was a massacre at a haunted house attraction in like 2009 that people i feel like more people would know about it and like especially in new york right exactly (laughs) and not only that like it's not even just a massacre it's like absolutely batshit because nobody knows what happened you know, like, Mm -hmm. and what happened to the bodies that weren't recovered, you know? Yeah. So people would know about this. Yeah. (laughs) Now that I'm saying those people are dumb, because like, sometimes if that was like, one of their friends just like shared the post. And it just came up on their timeline. And they're like, Oh, yeah, a missing person, like didn't look at who the original poster was, was, like trying to Google it. Mm -hmm. Totally understand. But oh, yeah, for everyone listening, I just want you to know, it's it's a work of fiction. Yes. I'm not okay. talking shit on anyone who didn't know that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Things happen. Um, I, I genuinely, honestly love, though, that that happens with found footage films, because mm-hmm. the amount of whimsy in that, you know? Yes. Like, no, like, I love that wrong, shit. Right? It's, don't get me wrong, it's kind of fucked up that, like, to, th- <laughs> to have to think about, like, this horrific event happening, you know? 
but it's also kind of a whimsical otherworldly one. It's kind of like in an alternate universe where exactly does happen. And I like that they do that with their Facebook page that it's like still kind of like immersive and yeah, I I don't know if it's still active. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't really see the date of the post that I was looking at, but um, yeah, it the way that they were running it at least was really cool. I liked it Mm -hmm. a lot. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love the Hell House universe and I want to live in it. But, you know, well, actually, no, I don't. That would be horrifying. <laughs> that would be really yeah. horrifying. Don't die, please. Don't. Be... No, I'll try not to. Um, yeah. If you die, who am I going to do this podcast with? I mean. My ghost. I'll come back. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll make it work. <laughs> then we can actually it's... be here together. So, like, if you yeah. die and you become a ghost, like, come. So... I'll go. I'll go to you. Yeah. Just, yeah. 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 And then we can do this together. We'll make it work. It'll be we'll great. make it work. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be fine. Um, But before we watch the movie, as always, trigger warnings. Um, There's mentions and depictions of suicide. um, So self-harm would be part of that as well. It's not extremely graphic, but it does happen. Mm -hmm. Um, There's lots of flashing lights. There's strobe lights and shaky cam because, again, it's found footage in a haunted house attraction. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of that. Um, so there's some really weird shit involving eyes. That's just one part of the movie. Um, I don't want to explain it because I, it's, it's just, it's a minor thing, but I don't know how to explain it is the thing. But if you got a weird thing about eyes, just be aware of that. Um, (laughs) vomiting happens on screen at about the 45 minute mark. Uh, that's a, that's a big thing for me. I like get... I hate it. I hate it a lot, but I honestly didn't have a hard time with this one. So um, it's not super graphic or bad. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say, though, it 100% is real vomit. The actor did actually get sick during that take of (laughs) that part of the movie. So just bear that in mind. For some Um, reason, that makes it better for me. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I've seen people vomit in real life, and like I feel like it's better than... Because I know before, like, CGI and stuff, they would actually, like, hold stuff in their mouth and, like, yes. it would just be, like, a Blech. gross yeah. textured. Yeah, no, yeah. like, it's, it's for some reason, actual vomit is better for me because I actually know actually, what that feels like. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I don't so want to talk about, about it. <laughs> anyway, rainbows, puppies, butterflies. Rainbows, puppies. Coffee. I'm drinking some coffee. It's really good. Yeah. Yep. Also, um, I didn't write this down, but clowns are a big part of this, too. So um, if you have a hard time with that, I suppose. I don't know if that's necessarily like a trigger warning thing, but like. Some people fucking hate clowns. Some people. I used to be one of those people. Like, I I get it. John Wayne Gacy happened, you know, like it's fine. (laughs) Well, it's not fine, but like. Yeah, you get it. But it's there's a the like start of hating clowns i feel like for a lot of people i think probably yeah so yeah anyway yeah that's <laughs> that's that's the intro for hell house llc i'm stalling because i don't want to lose my french <laughs> do you think it's scarier no. than paranormal activity yes are there a lot of jump scares yeah <sighs> I- <laughs> i'm really sorry um, I also just want to throw out, okay, it's, I feel like I'm overhyping how scary it is, but like, I don't well, I mean, want but it's to me. downplay it. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to give you a false sense of security. Like it's, it, yeah, I, it, 
be prepared. I'm going to be scared and we'll probably have to pause it a couple of times, but That's we'll okay. get through it. That's okay. We'll we'll make it through. It'll be fine. I feel like every ready? single time we do this, we're like, it's okay to pause. It's okay to do, but it is. No, but like this one, legitimately, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think you can handle it, though? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm this not going to give you an answer. I, we'll see. We'll, stay tuned. We'll find out. Um, I love you. <laughs> I'm sure you do. No, I'm kidding. I love you, too. <laughs> Damn. Oh, my God. Okay, well, without further ado. I know. I'm sorry. I just, it's it's a very it's okay. good it's movie, It's spooky though. season. I'm sure it'll be great. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's okay it's okay you'll be okay you'll be okay (laughs) okay we're gonna watch it now (laughs) okay bye okay bye oh i'm so scared i'm so sorry i'm afraid (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) i'm so scared (laughs) it's fucking creepy no no, go away. You don't need to be staying there any longer. Are you gonna grab him? Not this shit again. Mm-hmm. This shit again. You don't need to do that. You don't need to go investigate. <laughs> no, I think I think you probably should. I'm afraid again. <laughs> So creepy. No, don't go down there. Don't go down there. I have to say, I love the amount of comedic relief in this movie. (laughs) They just showed us like the scariest shit, and then they're like. (laughs) Because that looks different than the clown. Mm-hmm. So there's three spookies so far. There's clown, uh-huh. there's lady with bad head, and there's skeleton. Yes. And clown guy was walking towards him. He was coming. Uh-huh. Not, not clown. Skeleton Cre- man. Skele- skeleton man. You don't look good, dude. No, he does not. That's the thing about being haunted. You get very agitated. You do. Yeah. Especially if it's a a bad haunt. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no, I don't like that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god. No. No. Who is that? No. That's a a fourth. That's a fourth. Yep. That's number four. (laughs) No. No, 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 no. Tell me when it's over. Tell me when it's over. You got it. You got it. Tay is fully covering your eyes right now. Which is fair. This is fucked up. I'm He's so still afraid. under the covers. It's spooky. <laughs> You're doing great. Bro! Your friend just got abducted by a demon. <laughs> and they haven't even tried calling him. <laughs> Poor Paul is like in another fucking dimension and these guys Literally. are just talking shit. 
He's got his phone on him wherever he is. Right? <laughs> he was able to answer. Whatever dimension it is. <laughs> Can you imagine you get, like, dragged to hell and you have your phone with you and it rings and you still fucking answer? <laughs> and then it's just... <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Why didn't they just turn the damn light on? I think they tried to. I thought he tried to. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Sorry. And then, like, electricity isn't working because no, you're obviously right, you're it's right. fucking ghosts. The worst part is, is that I'm actually liking and enjoying this movie. <gasps> Good. <laughs> that, listen, I cannot tell you how much joy that brings me. I like how it's filmed. I like all the characters. Right? It's so well done. Ooh, some growling. Some mm -hmm. guttural, demonic groaning. Mm-hmm. The beast! Mm-hmm. You said the beast, and I just envisioned the one from over the garden wall. <laughs> That's who it is. Yeah. It's him. I'm feeling they're gonna get moited. Yep, yeah, that's that's a, a fair feeling. This <laughs> is TC. Jinkies. And it's locked from the outside. Kill them. She's possessed. I guess, and she's gonna kill the fuck out of them. Look at her fucking face. Oh. Oh god. Yep. And now they're all gone. Everything's gone. Yep. And the fucking piano goes. Need a minute before we get back into it, or do no, you want to, I feel do you like want to uh, just... they should get by raw, by <laughs> <laughs> raw yeah. filtered. Yep. Uh, feelings. Yep. Okay. okay, we're back. We're back. Uh, are are we still friends? Do you still do you still love me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I I love you. I didn't have you, to pause it. You didn't. You didn't. You did a great job. I did have to you, hide a couple of times. You you did, and that's okay. I needed okay. to call my person in to to hug me. That was a good call. Um, that's okay. Uh, do you want to play a game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> um. We're I'm so sorry. We're gonna play uh how likely are each of them to become a cult leader? <laughs> um I don't even care who the first person is. Alex is definitely gonna become a cult leader. Well that's perfect because Alex was my first one. 
<laughs> if he hadn't been fucking hanged. Yeah, yeah, he absolutely, he, without a doubt, would be too able much. to become a, yeah. Too much, he was too he, much. He arguably kind of already was one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Sarah. <laughs> Sorry, I keep laughing. Um, um, Sarah, before she died slash was possessed. No. No. She's more about, of a follower. Absolutely. What about after, though? Um, probably. Yeah. But is probably. that really her fault? No, it's not. It's not. The ghost demon thing inside of her. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What about Paul? Um, oh god, I feel so bad for Paul. I feel so bad for him. I don't think no. I think no both before and after his possession. Yeah. Because after, because I feel like Sarah had been like slowly being possessed for a while. Mm -hmm. And so she was still like kind of going through the motions, was like talking, was like vibing Mm -hmm. and like was able to like communicate with people. Paul, after he got possessed, was just. He was just gone. There was nothing there. Uh, He was sleeping most of the time. I feel like part of being a cult leader is being awake. You gotta be present a little bit, yeah, you know? Yeah, just, like, in general. Um, yeah. So no, I agree no with that. Paul. Yeah, I agree. What about Mac? Um, I feel like he could. I feel like he, he could. He has the potential, but I feel but like I f- it's... I don't think he would set out to start a cult. But I no. can see him setting out to start, like, an organization. And then eventually it turns <laughs> into a cult. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that, kind of. Because um, he gets a little power trippy. Yeah. That, yeah. Right. Exactly. What about what about Tony? I, I would say no for Tony. Yeah, I would also say no for Tony. I'm he sorry. I'm still like very emotionally drained. I'm not doing my own to this cult. Um, no, I don't think that Cody. That, that Cody. Cody. I don't think that Tony would start a cult. Nah. Uh, no, he seems like too much of a sweet man. I don't man. think he would be part of a cult either. Like, I feel no, like he, I don't. he was the one who was ready to go. Yeah, he was ready to fucking leave. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't think he would have that. any part of it. Me yeah. too. First sign of danger, I'm out. Yeah, as you should. As you should. Yeah. Um, what What would you rate it on a scale of one to ten spooks? Ten! <laughs> <laughs> You don't say. Yeah, I do say. Yeah, I didn't. I would give it like a six or a seven on spooks. It spooked me. That's pretty high for you. It is. It is. It spooked me. Um, It was really fun, though. What would you rate it in general? In general? As a movie? I would give it like a nine. Yeah. It's a good movie. I agree with that. It. I think it quickly became like one of my favorites and it's going on my annual list so good if you haven't seen it yet why did you get this far in the episode but like watch it (laughs) yeah no it was very well written really well executed the setting Mm -hmm. was done really well the cast of characters and the way that they interacted and kind of their relationships to each other and especially whenever they broke down the relationships of like they've known each other since they were kids and they've been dating forever um kind of like how the company came and like why they're also loyal and like sticking with each other like sticking with it um the kind of like background and then like the background of the hotel that was really interesting yeah. it was very well done and well executed and i like the way that it like was shot documentary style like even right? more than paranormal activity where like they had like these little interviews with like other people 
after the fact and then like had like the 911 call and like the news footage i thought all of that like together made it really good and really interesting and really yeah life like it was a really great way to tell the story absolutely it was some beautiful storytelling and just the execution is just chef's kiss yes so well done so i love it yes it's like you have hmm? go ahead Oh, um, I was gonna say, like, in, because the only other one, like, that we've watched, like, this is Paranormal Activity, where it's, like, this one was, in Paranormal Activity, they were filming to catch a ghost, and that was, like, mm-hmm. the whole purpose of it, whereas this one, they weren't filming to catch a ghost, they were filming to document the, um, right. the stuff for the haunted house, and so that made it even, like, they weren't going out looking for a ghost, so it, like, mm-hmm. made the footage less creepy, I guess. Right. And then you yeah. saw something like in the background, like almost Hill House style. But I like that mm-hmm. unlike Hill House, whenever they saw something in the background, they were like replay it for you because it was supposed to be like a documentary. Exactly. Um, so I like that because you're like, oh my God, did I see that? And then they, they tell you, they tell you. They, they confirm. You did yes. indeed see that. Except yes. for there was one thing that I saw and I like hadn't been able to figure out what it was. It was like the figure that was like literally wearing a flannel. It's, yes. it's a mannequin. Okay. We see that later. It's a mannequin. Okay. So um, he's supposed to be there. He's supposed to be there, but I didn't remember seeing it whenever they like passed through there initially in that part. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it, I suppose it was there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So many spooks. Um, oh, did yeah. you have a favorite or least favorite part? <sighs> I don't know. My least favorite part was the little actor girly getting killed because like i felt bad for her she was obviously kind of uncomfortable with the whole situation from the beginning where she was gonna have to be like in her bra and underwear and like Mm -hmm. she's all tied up and like she doesn't really seem like she wants to be doing this and then she like kind of gets this connection with paul and then paul's gone and like i don't know i felt really bad for her like getting murdered yeah Um, that was unfortunate and joey just ran out on her he was down there with her when all the shit started yeah he was there literally to protect her (laughs) he just left so we know that his response in fight or flight is 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 flight flight for sure however he could have at least chucked the keys to someone else on his way out you know yeah i don't know i don't know if i have yeah no for sure i i don't know if i have a favorite part I really liked yeah. all of it, but I can't be like, oh, yeah. oh, this part was the part that was the best. The part that was the scariest right. was whenever Paul was being possessed, stalked by the girl sitting in his room. Yes. Um, yeah, that part is so spooky. I love that part because just his instinct to hide under the covers and so of, like, try to run out. It's so real. It's so true. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then I like that it shows that he was definitely being possessed by her because... You know, obviously, whenever we see her for the first time, the way she's sitting mm-hmm. is, like, a very specific way. Like, a very, like, yeah. back straight up and then her, like, straight out against the wall. And then the mm-hmm. next time we see his body, that's exactly how he's posed. Yeah. Um, so, it's, like, he takes on her form and he is her. Which makes no, me wonder, right. like, if she's possessing them and, and then he's sleeping all that time. Like, I'm wondering if all the other, like, demons that we see whenever they're not active. That's, like, their kind of way of, like, showing what they're doing is they're just, like, uh-huh. kind of sleeping. I don't know if uh-huh. you can say that. Like, obviously, they're they're demon ghouls. Right. So it's, well, like, probably not sleeping. Demons and ghouls have to sleep, too. Yeah. I just don't know if they sleep in the same way that, like, humans would be, would be right. sleeping, but just, Hard like, unconscious. Say. True. It's if you're thing. a ghoul or a demon, write in. Let us know. Yeah. Let us know. Do you sleep? Um, do you like naps? 
you get the re I mean, rem rem sleep rem <laughs> you REM get the sleep. rem sleep um yep. so I'm, I'm willing to bet that they they get a good nap in here and there but that's a good point that i hadn't really thought of is that like him post possession might be kind of like a glimpse into like just how yeah those demons operate you know yeah because he's just like, knocked out for like until he's ready to be on fuck shit, up. shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's like, are True. you just like, are they just like in like stagnant mode until they're like, okay, time to go. I don't know. It's a good point. Yeah. That's a really good question. Yeah. Um, so do you want to know what the additional eight minutes for the director's cut is? Yes. Yeah. So it's apparently it's, I haven't seen it yet. Um, I really want to, but I haven't watched it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently it's mostly in the end scene and um, like in what Stephen Cognetti refers to as the chaos scene, which is very, very optimal, like in the basement. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently you see kind of a portal to hell open in the basement and Melissa and some of the tour goers, I guess, um, are pulled into it. And it okay. kind of answers the question of like why some of the bodies were never recovered. Okay. Um, yeah. And I also know, I don't know if it's included when you like rent the director's cut on streaming services, but I also know that the DVD version has some like deleted scenes that help with background and things like that too. Okay. So that's That's pretty cool. I love Um, lore. Yeah. Some fun lore. Mm -hmm. Um, And when they, I think that's when they were filming that stuff, because that would have required a lot of like post editing, like CGI stuff, whatever. It was really expensive to produce. I think think they did part of it elsewhere with Mm -hmm. um the actress who played melissa and while they were doing that they just kind of handed the other actors the camera for the day and they were just like do whatever you want and like let them improv a bunch of shit so that scene where they're um like in the kitchen fucking around Mm -hmm. um and making all the jokes about how they found joey at a gas station and like (laughs) all the dumb shit all of that is um improv and oh that's so cool i'm obsessed with that scene. no i love it, that because it adds more to the like their relationship and like how right? they just like kind of dick around and yeah 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 there was apparently like five hours of just like really great shit that they had to, <laughs> to, to piece together and i just i wish that i could just see more of that because yeah um those actors just work so well together they do they seem so like funny yeah, they definitely act like they've known each other for a super long time. They do. Mm-hmm. It's great. They got, I feel like they did a really great job finding them and just got very lucky with how they all interact with each other. Their chemistry, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome. Um, yeah, and then, I don't know, <laughs> the 911 call. Yes. We kind of talked about it a little bit when we were watching it, um, but I just, I love that they included that in yes. the film. Because, like, 911 calls, obviously, like, they're spooky because, like, you gotta be going through some shit to call 911. Like, True. it's not, it's never gonna be a pleasant time, but there's yeah. just, like, something very unsettling uh, about it. And then yes. they kind of, like, cut it a little bit, so you're not sure if they're saying, like, there's something coming out of the wall yeah. or whatever, but it is actually saying they're pulling us into the wall. So. Um, Which is cool. It gives you, like, it really, the whole situation with the wall, it's like, that's all you're thinking about, I feel like, from, like, yeah. you hear the 911 call, and then you're just like, okay, what the fuck is going on with the walls? And right? then, like, all the way through, nothing really happens with the wall until you see that, it's, like, Sarah's body was obviously dragged. 
into the, into wall. the wall. And yeah. so you're like, and okay, like, so all these ghosties are coming in and out of the wall, which is right? great. Which it kind of, I'm so sorry if you can hear, hear my cat yelling in the background. <laughs> She's just been on one today. But anyway, um, it also kind of alludes to just the fact that, um, so they talk about Andrew Tully and him like having some like creepy cult Mm-hmm. shit potentially going on with him and it was all the rumors and everything but it kind of like alludes to the fact that he was successful and like opened a portal to hell yeah in the hotel yes um or something so it's just so so fucking cool there's so many layers to this shit yes and, and then at so the end background. like the people who like obviously there are these ghosts that are running around the entire time but mm-hmm. at the end the people who are really attacking and like getting all the people yeah, are all the, these like, people like in cloaks and so you're like yeah. oh that's, that's a cult like that's cult shit right and so you're like okay so it's like it has there been a cult here this whole time are these like ghosts of former cult members were they just mm-hmm. like in hell and they're like coming out and it's like the cult mm-hmm. i don't so it's like really it's like the ghouls are just one layer of it, and then the right. other layer is is the cult shit that's going on right. in the background. The exactly, whole time. yeah. And I think um, two and three in the um, in the trilogy, I think they answer a lot of those questions too, from what I understand. So that's part of like also why I really want to watch them, but also strategically didn't before we recorded this because I didn't want to give anything away on us. Yes, you know? yes, no, um, I totally get that. I really want to watch them now too. <laughs> oh, well in I that like case, I might just rearrange things a little bit to that <laughs> sooner. <laughs> no, I actually I really enjoyed this like a lot more than I thought that I I would. Was that I makes me so absolutely happy. terrified the entire time? Yes. But I like the plot. That's, I think what I've been finding out is, like, all the horror movies that I've ever been exposed to, they just didn't really have a plot. And they were just there to scare you. Right. Yeah. And so I like ones that are not enjoyable. Yeah. Right? Like, I like stuff that, like, has a good plot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. You have questions you want answered, so it keeps you interested in watching it. The characters, at least in this one and a lot of other good ones, are, like, really nicely like fleshed out you want to like you love those characters you know Mm -hmm. and like it's just it's it's so good (laughs) like literally all i can say about this damn movie is that it's so good okay i so i'm really really glad you liked it um because i was so nervous because it's it's a spooky one it really is but i'm like it definitely is it's so good though it was worth the risk so I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> no, I enjoyed it immensely. Um, I want to watch the rest of it so I can get more information. I want that prequel series. I want to know. Right? <laughs> I want to know Cotton what happened Eddie, Please. In Joe Vandelli, please give us the Abaddon tapes. I need to know what happened with Andrew Tully. Yes. How did he get there? What, yes. How did, what? Who is this man? Who is this man? <laughs> Whose man's is this? Whose man's is this? I need to know more about him. Please. Um, Jesus Christ. But we also apparently, again, I have not seen them, so I don't really know like how much we learn in the in two and three, but I think you might learn more about Alex's intentions too. Okay. Um, but I kind of want to talk about that because um, I want to know what you think his motivations were for like keeping everything going because they they left it vague partially by intention but partially not um the original script did explain everything when it was going to be a narrative feature um Mm -hmm. but they had to leave some things unanswered for it to be a little bit more fitting for like the documentary style they went with yeah so i i found 
a statement from him for like what the situation is there but i'm curious about what your thoughts are on why he kept the haunt there after all the fuck shit started happening i have a feeling that he put a lot of like he invested a lot of money into it especially like they left new york i feel like something must have happened in new york because like they Mm -hmm. aren't there anymore and they keep talking about the queen's incident and Mm -hmm something that happened with that. So I have a feeling like a culmination of a bunch of stuff that happened in the city forced them out into the country. Maybe they had already lost a lot of money. And so they were forced to like have to rent a space that wasn't as expensive. And Mm -hmm. then of course, you know, they aren't, she mentioned like whenever we were doing stuff in Queens, we didn't have to stay in the hotel, like the haunted Mm -hmm. attraction itself. So like, obviously they don't have money for, to keep them staying elsewhere they have to like move these mattresses in and like all that kind of stuff so i have a feeling a lot of money was put into this and if it failed um they were gonna lose like a shit ton of money and like something was gonna go wrong obviously this is their livelihood so like you only have one month a year to make all this money mm-hmm. <laughs> and they started late to begin with because they only yeah. had 30 days to set everything up um, yeah so yeah, I have a feeling something so, happened. So you are, like, pretty much right on the money, so to speak. <laughs> money puns. Um, but <laughs> I completely misread the whole situation. I'll tell you what it is. So um, Alex apparently, like, lost all of their money before this. Um, oh. It wasn't necessarily that they invested it all into Hell House. Um, it's it's kind of unclear like how he lost their money but he spent all of it and they've got nothing and this was kind of their last chance to recuperate that and keep hell house going so when tony was gonna leave mac was just like if you leave this is gonna fail and we're never gonna do this again and all of our friends are fucked financially so he like he wanted he loves his friends he wanted to Mm -hmm. help and like not get fucked over himself you know um so yeah it definitely was a whole financial thing but i think um so some people think that the inn was manipulating him which was what i initially thought too like a shining Um, situation exactly yeah i thought like um maybe his friends stayed because they knew what happened there with like andrew tully and they were worried about him and they didn't want to leave him alone Mm -hmm. um because like I don't know. It seemed like as the movie went on, he got more and more like adamant, like it has to be here. Like mm-hmm. we can't leave kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but it's, <laughs> there was another theory that like, it's debated whether or not Alex was trying to sacrifice a bunch of people to Satan because he knew about the Andrew Tully situation uh, and how he was working on a portal to hell there. And like, that's why he was being so cagey about the history of the hotel and insisted nothing happened there. Um, I, I don't think that's it. I don't, (laughs) I don't think, no, I don't don't think that was the intentions to like maybe begin with, but I could see Mm -hmm. like, the house kind of like the hotel kind of taken over for him yeah um just because like you know at the end after sarah is dead and possessed she is trying to get people to come back like to go right to the hotel she's like oh you should right. go like you should go see it for yourself yeah. like blah, blah blah and so i feel like for him even if he wasn't like fully like 
possessed by a demon he was like oh no we got to stay here like we th- right. this is where we need to be like we we can't go anywhere there's nothing <laughs> there's exactly. no other option um so i don't know i can see all of them being a little bit possessed in different right? ways yeah um, you I know can see that except for maybe tony except for maybe he wanted, tony. To, he wanted to leave real bad <laughs> yeah he definitely wanted to leave um but he was also getting like very agitated as well as Paul. Well, I mean, Paul got agitated you? and possessed. Yeah, no. I guess, yeah, that's fair. Because <laughs> if I was, like, with my friend in a dark basement and, like, these creepy-ass clowns were there and they they weren't supposed to be able to move and then they fucking looked at me and yeah. my friend tried to tell me that ghosts aren't real to calm me down, I'd be pissed, too. Yeah, I'd no, be so fair. mad. <laughs> like... I, I think that those reactions were proportionate. Yeah, no, actually, yeah, I guess I can take that back. I don't think Tony, maybe, I don't know if Mac was, maybe Tony and Mac were the only know. people that weren't really. Yeah, I think I think Alex, Sarah, and Paul all had some like, shit going on. Definitely. Yeah, And Sarah, for, I, right from the beginning, like, right day one, whenever they're there, she can tell us some shit. There's some fuck shit yeah. going on. You could tell she felt fucking weird about it, and I, yeah, that... Which valid? It was a creepy ass hotel, but yeah, no. Should, but like, even went. beyond that, you, you could because t- that's what they do. Like, that's their whole shit is they go to abandoned places to yeah fucking make them haunted hotels. So like, obviously they've been doing this for a while. Yeah, I just if you're ever with your friends and you go to a place and they see the vibes are off, just believe them. <laughs> just believe them because the vibes are off. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No one's gonna like confidently tell you the vibes are off unless they are. Yeah. <laughs> Because, like, especially if you don't hang out with spooky people, do you know how weird it is for you to be like, the vibes are off? Like, right? you know? Like, if it was us two together and we were somewhere and I was like, the vibes are off, you would be like, yes. But, like... Yes, correct. With, with other people, I couldn't just be like, hey, you know, I think the, the vibes are weird here. They would be like, um, I would be okay. like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so, it's yeah. like, you gotta be confident to say the vibes are off. The vibes are off. Yes. Yes. Um... So just PSA, if you're with your friends and they say the vibes are off, take their word for it. If you are ever at a place and you feel like the vibes are off, say get something. the fuck out of there. Trust your gut. Say something. You don't want to get dragged into the wall. That's true. That like don't. that. Zero out yeah. of ten would not recommend being dragged right? into the wall. No. And like, Sarah had such a bad damn time like with like waking up in the middle of the night uh in in the basement so you know how like when she she was like blair witching it up right and like speaking in tongues like facing the wall do you want to know what she was saying what was she saying she heard alex at one point so it probably just sounded like that but (laughs) she didn't say alex um but it's actually a it's a recording of her saying when I got to the front door, the police were arriving, but in reverse. Oh. So it's the same thing that she says towards the end in the interview with Diane. Oh. Yeah. So, like, that's before any of the stuff fucking... had happened. Yeah. So. It's, it's... it's like there's a time paradox. Were they right? all dead this whole time? <laughs> Potentially. Oh, and you asked me if Sarah was the only one to have survived from the Hell House crew. None of them did. Yeah. I, yeah, <laughs> including her. Yes, yes, I see that now. Unfortunately, <laughs> yes. Uh, I wonder if rewatching it, you can tell she's a ghost. Like, oh, I called it the first time I watched it. Oh, okay. Well. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because um, in the very beginning, when she's talking with Diane, and Diane like asks her how she's doing with everything since Hell House, she says, "I'm in a better place now." 
Oh. And whenever people pass away, people always say they're in a better place. Mm -hmm. So as soon as she said that, when I was first watching it, I'm like, is this bitch dead? (laughs) How? How? And then I wanted to know. I'm like, am I right? Is she dead? How did she, how is she doing this interview if she's fucking dead? Yeah. And it's because Satan it's because demons Satan. well no because then it um kind of uh because then was paul dead like maybe was paul i mean i don't know because like obviously sarah could be up she was manipulating things paul could have been yeah. dead and that was just like his that's true well but i don't think i don't think he was dead until oh, he watched himself. him slit his throat yeah that's true yeah i guess you're right but yeah it also kind of brings back because like she they said that she hasn't been seen or heard from in like the right. 30 days after everything it was, so it was she's like four years oh was it okay yeah <laughs> but so she's just been at the hotel i guess yeah maybe she's sleeping like there. paul was <laughs> maybe sleeping or maybe she was like in the so wall. there's there's the in the wall essentially the portal <laughs> yes um yeah i don't know i don't know i don't fucking know what's the guy's name but the original hotel guy andrew tully do you think he like one of them is like, maybe Alex is Andrew, like, reincarnate. I don't know. Because, like, he died know. in the hotel, so maybe he was in the hotel, and then he was just lying dormant, and then, like, he became, like, yeah. Ran- I like, a shining that. situation. <laughs> I could s- Oh, yeah. Like, he's always, he's always been there. He'll always right. be there. Because he I got hung at the end. Like, he hung himself. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I could see that. Um, it's not in the kitchen, though, so maybe not. Not in the kitchen. That's true. That's true. If it was in the kitchen, also, I'd be like, definitely. But oh yeah, if it was in the kitchen, no doubt about it. I'd be like, that's yep, that's what that is. Um, but that is a good question. Or maybe he's just like, the same like kind of catalyst. Um, yeah. Type. At guy. the very least, yeah. Yes, I could see that. Um, but I also kind of wonder. So you know how um, Joey he made it out alive, and then like, did they say like nine days after the incident he hanged himself? Yeah, I don't think he hanged himself. I think that the fucking demons hanged him. Yeah, I can see you that. Know? Like, I don't know if I'm reading into it, but the, I feel like the demons didn't want anyone who actually saw what happened to yeah. be alive to tell. Got to keep tale. them quiet. Yeah, you know, and it's probably also why yeah. the police and stuff stayed stayed quiet. Right? I'm saying. That's why I'm wondering if it actually is like the, like a like a real life flesh and blood cult. Because then who talks yeah. to the police to tell them to stay quiet? I don't know. Maybe. Because um, they said there were gag point. orders put on the police, on the media, <sighs> on everyone. Who, who put the gag order out? That's true. So I don't, I think it could have been that. But it could have also just been that like the shit that they found in that house was so yeah. outrageous that they didn't want the police or anyone to talk about it for like uh at risk of like losing credibility yeah you know um i don't know i don't know which scenario it is but it could be either and i wonder again give me the abaddon tips (laughs) i'm begging because there's definitely Um, some sort of cult involvement yeah there absolutely is i just don't know if it's like they're physically there or if they are on the other side of the portal and can just like weave in and out anytime that they want i don't know if there's a time slip happening because there's at one point whenever so after sarah wakes up in the basement she's like freaking the fuck out you know and they're like trying to wander around find the clown dude Mm -hmm. um and all that shit they round the corner and the dining room is like set up like it had been um yeah that was very shiny right (laughs) so i'm like is there a time slip happening here too 
what's going on? I want to know more. It, it could be. There definitely could be a time slip going on there. Exactly. And Do like, you see why this shit consumed my brain? Yeah, because, and then, like, another thing is, like, Sarah, whenever she's in the interview and she's, like, talking her, she, obviously she's normal, but when they find her, mm-hmm. they find her, her like she's fucked. been murdered. So I'm wondering if the some of the ghouls, like the lady with the bedhead, maybe that was the mom, like, that got, oh. like, taken by the, the guy. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. Um, and then, like, the daughter might have been the girl, like, sitting. Yeah. It, does it ever say how oh old the God. daughter is? Because Zim it is, says like, she's a, 11. I feel like that could have been an 11-year-old who was murdered. Well, I'll tell decay. you right now, that actress was 11, so. See? I think S- you're on to something here. Definitely think that they could have been the people that were murdered. And so then, I, I don't know right. who the clown guy is, but maybe one of the other the skeleton dude that. could have been Andrew Tully. Uh, he could have. He fucking could have been, dude. He could have been. Case solved. Case closed. <laughs> Tay figured it the fuck out, you guys. Jesus Christ. We don't even need a prequel. I got it. We don't need a prequel. Tay has it. It's fine. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. You fucking nailed it, my dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I got the big brains up here. Yeah, you do got the big brains. So, um, the eleven-year-old girl I wanted to mention that was playing <laughs> that creepy demon girl that got. John, what? Why was I about to call him John? His name I don't is know. Paul. Paul. What am I doing? <laughs> anyway, um, she actually. So let me back up a little bit and tell you about the Abaddon Hotel itself. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to visit it, you kind of can. Um, it's not called the Abaddon Hotel, um, but the set for this movie, so like the building that they used is actually an active haunted house attraction called the Waldorf Estate of Fear in Lehighton, Pennsylvania. I think that's how you pronounce that town. Mm -hmm. Um, Owned by Angie Moyer. Uh, Angie Moyer ended up working like super closely with them on the movie and became their set designer, which is really cool. Yeah. That's very cool. I love that. Right? Yeah. um, The Waldorf Estate of Fear and Hell House at this point are like super intertwined too, which is awesome. A lot of the set pieces they used in the movie were things that Angie already had for her haunt. And then a lot of things that they like put together for the set for the movie Mm -hmm. is still set up that way in the house. Like the kitchen is still like that. The basement is still like that. Um, And they also have had a Hell House LLC escape room there at least once now. And I want to do it so bad. It sounds like so much fun. Um, That would be fun, but I would not go with you. I'm so sorry. (laughs) That is totally fine. Um, Horror-themed escape rooms sound so fun, and I've never done one, and I want to do one so bad. My sister did a Saw escape room one time, apparently. Um, But yeah, I want to do it. Uh, It might be an annual thing now, too, because they did one again this year on October 17th. Mm -hmm. So, like, the day before this episode releases. Um, My wrist cracked. (laughs) You guys are getting so many bone pops this episode, (laughs) and it's not intentional. I just move, and my body is, like disintegrating mom is um, being possessed by the hell house humans. i am <laughs> sorry about it um also there's a corn maze on the property i read Ooh. or nearby i don't know if it's on the property um i wrote in my notes this sentence i am a slut for corn mazes dude it's cone. um <laughs> it's cone um and you can also do a photo shoot there it's like 75 dollars oh. an hour for a photo shoot which would be so worth it um so if you're in the area Again, it's the Waldorf Estate of Fear in Lehighton, Pennsylvania. You should visit it. 
So the way this relates to the dead girl yes, slash sorry. demon girl in Paul's room, that's okay. Um, she was Angie's 11-year-old at the time daughter. Oh, wow. See? Right? There you How go. How cool is that? So, yeah, she's she's there. I, I don't know if she still is one of the scare actors in The Haunt, but I know she has done that before, I think. Um, I feel like and, if I was an 11-year-old and I grew up, like, around that kind of stuff and wasn't, like, a scaredy cat, I would fucking love to be a scare actor. Right? That would be so I, much fun as a kid. Oh, my God. It's something I've always wanted to do. Kids are, kids so, are scary. so creepy. Kids, are, kids so are so scary. There are a few things that really, really get me the way that creepy kids do. And yeah. I just... Bleh, so. And it's, like, insane, like, in real life, kids can be scary. Like, it's not just, like, movie yeah. scary. Like, I've heard things, like, stories from parents where they're like, yeah, my kid just did this, like, creepy thing. And I'm like, and you kept it? Right? You <laughs> kept it? Like, the fuck? Kids I'm are so- creepy. She yes. did a great job. Yes, so. she did a wonderful job. I didn't even see the full thing because she scared me so much, so. Yeah, it's true. Tay's face was covered most of I the was... time, but it's okay. I recapped it. Yep. Nope, I got a recap of it, so it's fine. And you're allowed yeah. to hide because you're absolutely allowed to hide it's fine <laughs> I as long recap. as someone fills you I in on what happened for how scary this movie was i watched you did a like great job 90 of it like you did you <laughs> did you did a really great job and i'm very impressed thank i would you. say you watched like 98 percent of it thank you thank not you. even just 90 percent. like 98 it was you did a great job <laughs> I a plus but the question is, would you rewatch it? Yes. Good. <laughs> I plan on watching it so many more times in my life, and I'm so excited to watch um, the rest of the trilogy, too. Yes. And I just, Stephen Cognetti and Joe Bandelli fucking killed it, and the cast was wonderful. The cast and was just, very good for people yes. who aren't, like, acting anymore. Yeah, I mean, I think a couple, a few of them aren't acting anymore. I think some of them still are. Like, I know um, the actress who played Sarah, She, um, she's a writer now. So oh, that's, that's awesome. really good cool. For her. Yeah. She was um, excellent. She was so good. All of them were really good. Yes. Very believable. I know, right? Mm-hmm. I just, mm, yeah, I loved it. Um, can't wait to see 825 Forest Road. That's hopefully coming out soon. Yes. From Stephen Cognetti also. Um, I'm just, uh this franchise, this movie has just brought me so much joy. And I'm so glad we watched it. I'm no, so it's really good. I'm excited it. to watch it again and not have to be as scared because I know it's happening. Yeah. Um, so I can and then actually you can like, watch, really... Yeah, you can watch the part with the with the creepy child. Yes, and I won't because I'll, I'll know what's going on. Um, yeah. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. I can watch scary stuff after I've watched it once, like over and over oh, yeah. again. And I'm, I'm oh, fine. Yeah. I've seen like Hill House like five times because it's fine now. <laughs> oh my God. Love Hill House. I also love Hill Such House. Such a good show. <laughs> yes. So yeah, that was, that was Hill House. Is there anything else you would like to say about it? Mm, no, it was good. I'm excited to watch the sequels. Um, Me too. We'll probably be doing that on the pod. If they do a prequel, I don't know if we'll do it on the pod, but we should watch it together absolutely yes 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 yes. um i'm really looking forward to that i hope they can make that happen at some point um but it's sounding like they probably won't which you know that's okay but i can dream i can dream yeah yes hopefully maybe one day that would be (laughs) maybe one day and does he uh what is his what is his face steven cognetti does he direct Mm -hmm. all of them 
Yes, he wrote okay. and directed all three of the Hill House movies. Beautiful. And um, the producer, Joe Bendelli, worked on all of them as well. Beautiful. And um, he actually, they they both are actually in at least the first one. And I think, I think they might be in all three of them too. Like um, Stephen Cognetti, I think he's behind the camera for like the tour goer footage. Okay. And then um, Joe Bendelli is behind the oh he also Stephen Cognetti was also one of the cloaked figures in the basement scene oh cool um yeah and apparently after like every take I saw this in one of the interviews with him and um Lauren Kennedy let me let me make sure I'm getting her name right the actress who played Melissa pause hold please yes Lauren Kennedy um apparently after like every take in the basement scene Stephen Cognetti would just go up to her and just be like you did great thank you so much and he was just like an angel um he seems like such a great dude um but yeah so he was another knuckle crack I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) he was uh yeah a cloaked figure in the behind one of the cameras and then um the scene where they're going through the house with um Diane um Joe Bandelli is behind the camera there he's the the guy that keeps being like, why the fuck can, can you slow the fuck down? What is going on? I don't give a shit. Let's go. Yeah. Um, yes. So they were both in it and they both, um, fucking did a great job. Oh, Joe Bandelli also made a documentary about paranormal activity called unknown dimension. So cool. Should watch that. An actual documentary, Um, not a, it's an actual documentary about paranormal activity. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. (laughs) Cause uh, and they talk about that in his episode uh, interview with um, Happy Horror Time as well. That's the actual thing he was on there to discuss. But he does talk about Hell House in that episode a little bit, too. Okay. So, yeah. Um, but if that's all we got to say about the movie, we can. Yeah. Uh, where can the people find us? Um, they can find us on Twitter at Here's Horror. Podcast and just here's horror. Twitter just and here's horror. horror. I should know what our social medias are. But That's okay. Um, <laughs> and here's horror we'll on Instagram at here's horror podcast. And you can send us an email about whether or not you would start a cult at um, or join one or join one. Give us the name. Give us the premise. Let us know. Maybe we'll join your cult. Join your cult at um, here's horror podcast at gmail.com. Um, yes. And And we are also on Letterboxd now. Um, If you don't know what Letterboxd is, it's kind of like a social media platform where you can just log like literally every movie you have ever ever seen if you want to. Um, The way that we're using it is we have a list on there that is um, movies that we've covered in episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I also have a list on there that I've started that is the movies that I've been watching for my October spooky movie marathon, which I'm also posting about on our Twitter. So um, you can find us there at here's horror podcast, I think, or just here's horror. I can't remember which one it is off the top of my head, but it's in our link tree. So just look up, you find it there. It'll, it'll come up. It'll pop up. <laughs> it'll pop up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this has been Hell House LLC. Uh, it's one of my new favorite movies and I'm fucking obsessed with it. Um, so yeah, thanks really for... Good. Thank you. I'm glad you liked it. Um, I like it. Good. <laughs> it's for spooky season. Um, go to a haunted house. Go to a or corn don't. maze. Carve yeah. a damn pumpkin. Yes. Do some spooky shit. All right. Yes. Send us pictures of your past Halloween costumes. We'll yes. post them. And um, this year's Halloween costumes. Whenever you. Yeah, this year's up. too. If you have any pictures of it, send us pictures. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll post them. Yes. Um, yeah. 
So this has been Here's Horror. Uh, thank you for listening, and thank you, as always, to Tay for watching Hell House LLC with me. <laughs> it was a fun one. <laughs> it was it was something, that's for sure. <laughs> Bye! I'll let you know if I have nightmares tonight. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> oh.